World War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this, gentlemen. Hey there, this is episode 141 of Channel Massive. Only nine episodes left <laughs> until the epic it's, 150. We will save that for 2112. <laughs> or or maybe not, because according to the calendar, we, we may not have that chance, Mark. Well, are you talking about the impending daylight savings time? Yeah, but we, we've got a while yet. We've oh. got like a whole year. I was just afraid of daylight savings time. <laughs> I don't know what'll happen. No, for a second, I didn't know what you were going to say. If you're going to say it was our grand finale, or yeah, <laughs> well, no, I mean, isn't like we'll the, put on our isn't it like the Mayan calendar that oh twenty twelve like somehow ends on December twenty something twenty twelve yeah twenty twelve. So we've got a while yet. We have a while, so we're all good. We at least can edit four more episodes before then. <laughs> <laughs> with my I don't grueling, know. with my I grueling scheduling yeah, tasks, yeah, yeah, good I point. tell you. So, what's going on? You got three hosts. Woo-hoo. You've heard us all. It's before. the classic crew. That's right. Fear Jason. Jason. Fear is the mind killer. Fear is a little death. And then I will Mark. Let my fear passed through me. Oh, yeah. I will bend like a reed in the wind. Sorry. Quoting <laughs> quoting some dunage there. I'm, I'm here. Which, by the way, Scopeek. Dune, the 1980s version. There is none higher. Just don't even go there. Yeah. What, does he believe that the sci-fi version's better? Yes, he does. And I totally disagree. He is wrong with the capital R (laughs) for wrong. You don't see people (laughs) quoting any lines from the sci-fi series. I need to watch that again. It's been so long I don't remember anything about it. I want to watch Tron again, too, before the sequel. Oh, yeah. I do want to see the new Tron. I finally saw it. Are you a user? <laughs> Are you my dad? User, user, um, user. Yeah. Wow. I'm having troubles concentrating. Apparently so. I'm Noah. <laughs> We're going to be telling you what we've been playing. We've got it's a the really hometown buffet sized mailbag for you. We've I wouldn't call it hometown sized buffet. I'd call it like a. I call it like a blog post. I'd call is. it a itself. mail hysteria. But I'll, I will attempt to summarize, as will Noah. It's really epic. We look forward to getting into that. And then we have a whole bunch of roundtable topics. We're going to talk about APB and <laughs> Pirates of the Burning Sea P-O-T-B-S. finally becoming accessible for everyone. Because of a very special new pricing model. That's right. <laughs> we'll also talk about uh, stuff. other things. And things. Yeah. And things stuff. And stuff. So stay tuned. We also have a special contest. 
We do it for is your listeners. A very special contest involving cereal boxes. It's a contest and a challenge to us. Yes, it and is a person. It tuned. is a bit of a personal you'll challenge. You'll have to stay tuned all month long in order to have multiple chances to win, and we will let you know how you can do that later in this episode. Maybe. You'll have to listen. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you'd like to butter us up, send in your your emails to mail at channelmaster.com. And, and I'm going to use the whole reverse psychology thing again because I it think works it's working. It works so well. We really don't want to hear from you. We we do not care for your opinions at all. <laughs> so so don't send us email at mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com. Or do not follow us. On at Twitter. T-W-I-T-T-E-R. <laughs> dot yeah. Do not follow us on Twitter. And, slash. and also. Don't give us a five-star iTunes review. No. Yes. Don't not, do, do not, not do that. Unless you really want to. And you can say whatever you want. Just give us a five-star review. <laughs> That's all that matters to me. And especially if you do not want to win this contest that we're going to announce here shortly. Also, don't download don't our have any part of this. podcast multiple times from different computers and just leave the files as a startup for the computer so that people will be subjected to us no matter where you go. Don't do that either. Lovely. Also, don't I quit like your it. job and come on full-time as a writer for us. <laughs> don't do that. No, you don't, because, well, I can pretty much guarantee you, you'll be screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're independently wealthy, in which case you can sponsor us. <laughs> yes, or, or not. Or not. The choice is yours. <laughs> well, shall we dig into uh, what we've been playing? Oh, no. Yeah. It's too late for that. This is a sad, sordid segment where we talk about what we've been playing. Noah. Yeah. <laughs> Noah, what hey have there, you been playing? <laughs> hey, hey, baby. Boo-boo. What you been playing, boo-boo? <laughs> the only thing I've been playing is League of Legends. That's it? Yeah, which you is sad. Sick. Well, have sick you been, have I've you been playing been, my Wii if my parents and still have it. Have you been kicked out of the Nintendo Joe website yet? No. Slash podcast? No, because I'm going to start playing Professor the new Professor Layton game here in a couple of days. Yeah, but that's so, on DS. It doesn't count. Oh, I'm sorry. It totally counts. <laughs> DS is a kick-ass platform. It so. is. It is. Yeah, I've really been successful in League of Legends. Until you played with me. <laughs> I had an eight-game win streak, and then I got two losses, and then I had another eight-game win streak, and then I had a loss. Those are awesome night. streaks. Plus, I saw your levels like 21 now or something. Yeah. Yeah, so, so it's, you it's are really cool. a god, and that's with no point boosts or anything like that, right? You're that's just right, no XP boosts. Natural, which I'm glad that I did because it really has taken this many games <laughs> <laughs> for me to feel really confident and good and start to understand. Oh, I should buy this item, or I should use this instead of this because of who's on the opposing team. I still don't really know all of it because I'm not as really good at analyzing and researching things as Scott has done, but. When you play it this much, it's kind of like immersing yourself in a foreign country. Or, oh, yeah. And you don't know the language, and eventually you just start to slowly pick it up. I, th- I feel that's what's been my experience, and so, I cannot wait for the new map. So, Noah, I'm I'm kind of confused as to what kind of 
League of Legends player that you really are. Are you one of those players who picked up the free-to-play game and, and are now, um, you know, buying $10, $25 game cards here and there just to purchase particular characters that you want to play mm-hmm. whenever? Is that is that like the, the kind of player that you are? Yeah, when like I you first started out... Like you haven't bought the out, whole digital pack yet? No, you, I did, actually. No, you did. I did, yeah, because I just... I really like having lots of options, and okay. I like the idea of being able to get, like, I don't know, 20 characters out the gate, and then I also get 20 bucks worth of in-game spending cash. Right. It's yes. a really good deal. It's a really good way Nobody to Nobody ever money. believes me when I say it's, like, the best deal in the game, like, to get the digital collector's pack is, like... Although I think that their sales have been to their detriment, because... When I first started out, I was really enamored and really excited because it was fresh and new. And I was buy- I was, I have overall dropped a lot of money buying riot points to purchase things in game, such as skins and new heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with as regularly as they put skins on sale, and even heroes at times, I'm a lot more hesitant to buy anything because it's like, well, do I really have to buy this right now when I have a character that I love to play? And I've got skins that I, I love for that character. And I can just wait for one, two, who knows how many months. But I'll, I'll still be enjoying myself because I know that's going to go on sale and I can get it for like half off. Shh. Shut up, Noah. You're not supposed to tell them this. <laughs> well, I think it's true for a lot of people. I'm sure that they can yeah. see it in their, their sales. Although I did make an exception because they released a new skin for my super favorite character. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, I'll pay eight bucks for this. Yeah, see, that's, that's a cool skin. No, that, it's very Judge Dreddish. Yeah. That's what they do. That, and they I, I have a feeling they release skins for the characters that are most popular. Mm-hmm. Because they want those people to be like, all right, I'm going to spend full price on this. I don't need to wait. And mm-hmm. yet, you have to wonder, with Tristana, with five skins, how did that ever happen? I don't see Tristana hardly ever. I know. And she has five. Ash, though, has five too, right? Yeah. But Ash is... But she's super popular, so she's game. the most popular character out of all. Yeah, it's weird. So I, I think maybe the, the the developers have some favorites, too. I bet you that's exactly It's kind of like in um, World of Warcraft, how when Rob Pardo's playing a warlock, the warlock is always the most powerful character in the game. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. But that's great. So you've been just, like, every time I look at your record, it's all green victories. I'm like, how does he do that? <laughs> So it's, it's been, really fun. I'm getting really good at dancing around in the field. Oh yeah, you were dodging blitz cranks, little was, claw that comes out to grab me. We we lost last night, but the first time I played with Noah in like probably twenty games for him. But all I saw was like Garen gets a kill. Garen gets a kill. It was so sweet. I was another kill, him. another kill, double kill. <laughs> Meanwhile I'm running from my life like No, don't beat me again. No, <laughs> It's like I'll just go so where now Garen Noah is. is the master, and you're just merely a. <laughs> I don't know I'm, if I would say that. I, I am think the Padawan learner. Padawan superior. learner. Yeah. Anyway, that was cool. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun playing with with Clucky and with you, Mark, and with Scott. When we can catch him, he's really busy right now. Listeners, if you're in on the game and uh, <laughs> you can remind us who you are once you, we finally run into each other, please join us. Yeah. Add us to your buddy lists. I'm my characters. Account name is Akindor, A-K-I-N-D-O-R, which is pretty much what I use for everything. So, Yeah, it is true. Noah, one question that I wanted to ask before you hand the forum to... The conch shell? Yeah, before you hand the conch shell to Mark, is 
the holiday season is upon us as far as video games go. How many video games out there right now are there that you find that you absolutely are going to have to play coming up? I mean, like, this is the season. This is, like, when, like, everything comes out. Are you saying? Like, there are multiple releases. How are you going to possibly be able to afford every single game that you possibly want to play? Show him the kidney scar. (laughs) Yeah, besides giving your left kidney... You know, which games are you going to sacrifice at the altar and say, no, I'm not going to, you know, no, I'm not going to probably give that a try. Which games are you, Mm -hmm. like, most looking forward to that are coming up? Well, I I pre-ordered Sonic Colors so I can get a Sonic hat. (laughs) (laughs) But the game was actually really fun. There we go. See, this is what I want to know. Yeah. And I'm I'm on the fence about pre-ordering Dead Rising 2. I never finished the first one. It was really hard. But that's a really cool collector's edition as well. That's also influencing me. Enslaved, I think, is the one game that I'm really excited about playing. And Donkey Kong Country Returns, meh. Kirby's Epic Yarn, meh. Meh, uh, meow. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Not sure I'm going to get it. Uh, there's there's a lot of games. Like Fable 3, I'm like, yeah, I could probably wait. Mm-hmm. Even though that is a really cool collector's edition as well. Right. There's there's a lot of games that I'm highly interested in, but there aren't any games that I am just like, like oh have, my gosh. Enslaved is probably the only one okay. I'm really looking forward to. So everything else kind of goes on your Amazon wish list for your parents to get you for, your, for Christmas. <laughs> I would think so, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. Mark. What have you been playing? What lately? is best in life to see the women? Uh, let's Besides see. Besides the lamentation of the yeah, women, to crush our enemies. Um, so I've been playing. Um, wow, that's a tough question. What have I been playing? We well, haven't been playing what StarCraft Two because I finished it. Finished StarCraft Two, so I haven't been playing that. Um, I I did actually play a. Oh, I played a couple. <laughs> this will come as a super shock to you, but I did play a custom, a couple of custom map maps in StarCraft II that are tower defense. Mm-hmm. They're not tower defense. They're uh, um, DOTA games. Oh, okay, so they're like yeah, DOTA clones. And I had a. It, it took some getting used to because it's very different than like League of Legends. It's a lot more like the really primitive DOTA that was you know initially came about with them. Um, uh, Warcraft three, mm-hmm. so it was very different, but graphically pretty cool. So I played a couple of those. I played, uh, I think I played just a couple of general, you know, one v one or uh, you know, uh, God, why can't I talk multiplayer games on <laughs> Starcraft two? <laughs> yes, Jesus on BattleNet, because <laughs> like there's all these achievements you can get, but you have to mm-hmm. actually just start to play multiplayer. So custom maps don't seem to get you anything so I did that I played a lot of League of Legends um, that's been pretty much it and I've been playing Rock Band too with my son but what he doesn't know is that his instruments never plugged in <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's going pretty well you know what the solution to that Mark it's no fail mode man I, how do you do that in Rock Band 2 
I think you. It's, it's just a part a, of yeah, Rock Band Two. It wasn't in Rock Band One, but it's I can't in Rock find Band it. Two. Yeah, I'm gonna have to research. Yeah, it. you can you can put a setting in there that just makes it no fail. I mean, it makes it makes it no fail for everybody. Yeah, I need to do that. But, um, yeah, it'd be, that would be perfect. It might be man. Party don't, mode. don't restrain yeah. your son like that, man. Yeah, well, he doesn't know, but it would be cool if he could actually start to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So I've been I've been playing. Uh-huh. So I play on hard mode. you know, he may be like a rock god. He the pictures no the pictures I have of him, he looks pretty good. <laughs> Just he doesn't realize he's he played guitar the first time and the last two times he's played drums, and he just wails on the drums. There you go. It's it's pretty funny. So, but yeah, today at the end he goes, I want to be plugged in. I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> that. I get hmm. what you're doing, Dad. So he does know. Does know now. <laughs> Called my bluff. That's been pretty much it for me. Oh! Cool. I'm sorry. Um, I forgot. One other thing. With football season starting, I saw on Steam for $10, I could get Blood Bowl Dark Elves Edition. <laughs> and I was like, dude, that sounds great. I don't uh, know. Have you guys seen that game? No. no if you watch the movie, it's really cool. It's like, um, it's Warhammer, basically. Right. Um, and it's like, it's this football game and I I don't know exactly how it all works, but it looks like you level up and you, you can go either turn-based or real-time strategy mode. And I was like, 10 bucks? Hell yeah. Well, I signed up for it and the damn serial number they gave me doesn't work through Steam. Huh. And I was so mad and then I looked on the forums and the forums are this just giant flame, like that forum is on fire. Wow. And it's basically like people having problems with the game, technical problems, and then just like even at 10 bucks this game was a terrible ripoff. I am so upset with this. Really? Wow. And it's been nominated for like worst game released on Steam ever. And jeez. Mm. I can't say for myself cuz my serial number is incorrect. Hell, you would have been best served playing Madden. I just thought it would be cool to, like, mix football with Warhammer. Right. But I guess you could say the Warhammer tradition in gaming mm-hmm. continues. Hmm. Anyway, that that's that's it. The the question, again, I'll, I'll just pose the same question I posed to Noah. Are, are there any games out there that you, um, coming up in the next few months, that you absolutely feel like you have to have, to have or some that you just feel like, well, I could just take a pass on? Well, I wouldn't have really worried about it until just this recent thing, but probably need to get um, Rock Band 3. Mm-hmm. And the, I want to get the cool um, Squire You're guitar. You're going to get the guitar with it? Yeah, I want to do that. And other than that, I don't think there's anything I'm really too excited to buy right game wise just probably might just get gonna, the new drum set too you're gonna try to play it easy hopefully I'm, I think so escape the holiday season without too many financial I, casualties I say that now but then inevitably Steam will have some kind of sale I can't refuse oh <laughs> yeah they always do and and, and be, the, you know what they're gonna have something when the when Christmas comes up it's gonna be insane and I vowed to what I did last year. I think I remember. I like I bought like everybody a game last year. Oh yeah! I was like, I'm gonna get this. Oh, you're gonna love this. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna try and buy Eric Blood Bowl. I think because <laughs> he can't play it. Because he can't play it. Nobody um, can play it. I think basically I've kind of made it. After I had I felt so good after finishing like an actual 
campaign Retail game yeah. with the StarCraft yeah, How long has it been? It's been forever. <laughs> <laughs> Probably been... Yeah, it's been a while. I can't remember the last one I finished. Yeah. Oh, Civ Five. Actually, I have to buy that. Oh, yeah, that is... That, oh, that's another... Damn it! Sorry. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, um, there were actually, there's three games that I forgot. So... Uh, once you're done, Mark, I will yeah. stay with my inner. But I made a pact with myself to to f- actually finish some of the games I've bought. So I That's, think I'm yeah. just going to go... That's what's me back, too. If I have any free time, I'm going to go back and do that. And then I also made a pact with myself to play more guitar. So that'll pull away from my game time. Although... With that rock band you mean three, real, that, real that guitar, Squire guitar, really real music. Yeah, I've been kind of thinking about it. So, <laughs> oh, Mark, come on, man, yeah. poser. <laughs> I know. That's that's it, though. You, you can tell me your three games, Noah. I'm I'm done. Oh, okay. Uh, the Castlevania game, because I I can't believe I forgot about that. It's like uh, I'm a hardcore Castlevania fan, so I'm really embarrassed I didn't mention that. Also, DJ Hero too. I'm one of the few people that really loves DJ Hero. And last, the GoldenEye remake for Wii looks really, really cool. And what about the new Final Fantasy MMO? Y'all over that? No. <laughs> <laughs> no? No. You and Tear. No, that slogging. would be Tear and Eric. Oh, you, Tear and Eric? <laughs> no, slogging just Tear and Eric. <laughs> With your weird little square-eyed... They're, not, square they are, they're not anime-style designed in Final Fantasy. Oh. Uh. Whatever the Moogle, Some of them are. whatever your Moogle is, they look. They have an Eastern flair. Some to of them. them are. You and your Moogle hanging out together. Moogles are pretty cool, but they're <laughs> not in the online. Online. Okay, Jason, you're up. Um, what I've what I've been playing? I've been playing uh, Mass Effect Two because I bought all that DLC for it. So I'm still trying to get through that. My goal is is to basically figure out a way. To make it so I can have my entire crew survive. There's like a no man left behind achievement that you can get. Basically it requires you to just make sure that all of your party members are loyal. And you have all upgrades to your ship and, and mm-hmm. your your party and everything like that. And you And you pick the right party members... To go into the suicide mission at the very end to get through the whole thing, and uh, so I'm playing that on hardcore hardcore mode right now. Pussy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> should play it on. An I easy. know. I should play it on insanity. You should play it on which easy. Which is actually the the. I'm actually playing it like on the mid level. <laughs> it's um, like getting hot wings at say mild. Level. Yeah. No, I'm just giving you shit. So I'm That's so I'm cool. doing that since I bought like I don't know, I probably bought like a good twenty to thirty dollars worth of DLC um just to do that with. Um I got Halo Reach. You're a Halo head now. <laughs> What's up I, with that? I wouldn't say that, but I I I haven't really played it at all except for I logged on it's supposed to be the best one ever. I created my, I created my my avatar. It's cool because they they actually, they they got it down to a science now where you can like log on and you can create your avatar and dress them up and everything like a little Barbie doll with all this cool armor and everything. <laughs> and then you can like, as you advance through the game, you get more credits oh. so you can afford more Barbie parts. Hey, at E3 was that. Was that Halo display for Halo Reach? Yeah. So that 
real quick. The, the one with the skull face on his yes. golden shield? Yes, that's my goal. Have you noticed? I want that. that Raynor has that exact same thing in StarCraft Kind too. of, yes, yes. It's kind of... I was like... But... Hey. <laughs> I think the, I think the Halo thing they they had that like way before that. That's yeah. what I was kind of thinking, but Raynor's armor does look cool. Yeah, so it's kind of cool that you're able to dress up your your guy, you know, yeah, really quick like and, your- and they give you like just for logging on like the very first time they give you they go you got 5000 credits to play with. So, and so you're sitting there and you're like So it has MMO elements on? in it. Yeah, it totally does and so you're able to buy armor parts and I haven't. I just. I played through part of the first mission, and that's all I've got. Did through. you like it? So far, yeah. I mean, How would it's you really compare cool. To, what uh, I noticed, what I did notice, is that the multiplayer options are insane. There are so many multiplayer options. You've got your basic capture the flag. You've got like, um, you know, you got your like defense. Where you can like defend certain points, domination. They, they, yeah, like domination almost. If you're a you know Unreal Tournament three fan, there's some of those game types there. But it goes even beyond that. There's cool. so many different game variants. It's really insane. It's kind of you know if you're if you're a multiplayer FPS fan, FPS. Yeah, Halo Reach is going to be for you. And and I can already tell right off the bat, you know, like I said, I only played through part of the first mission so far. Is that the graphics are already ten times better? If only you could use a mouse. That's good because the game is long. Needed a graphics. Is it a single player yeah. mode too? Or yeah, there's a single player campaign. It's a prologue to all the other Halo games. You know, according to every other review that I've read out there, it's it's been. It's been touted as just kind of like a love letter to all the fans out there. Because it's going to be Bungie's last attempt at a Halo game, and then after that they're going to just release it to Microsoft and their studio, which is 343 Studios oh, wow. now. The final Bungie. And so it's Maybe the they'll make Bungie. Sacrifice 2. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe no, they're, they're making a brand new 10-year franchise. That so I did that. Um, other games... Well, okay, I guess I could... Just briefly mention what Mark forced me to do the other night. He, like, gagged me, bound me um, the other night when we were all over here editing all the podcasts because we had quite a bit of catching up to do. And he forced me at gunpoint to play uh, League of Legends uh, the other night. So I played uh, a a match, three versus three, with uh, Urgot. And we lost. My team lost, <laughs> which was just so stupid because, as as a collective, our team had like way more kills and assists than the other team did. I mean, it wasn't even close. You got like that Yet double somehow kill. Somehow we lost. Was- like it, like like statistically, it didn't make any sense whatsoever. Like I was dominating. I like I was kill and and it was really nice because. I think the last time I talked to you about League of Legends and my experience with it is that I was incredibly drunk, and I didn't care what I was doing, and I, I didn't wasn't paying attention to what anybody was telling me, 
And I, including I just, Mark. I, yeah, including Mark, and I didn't follow instructions. I didn't care, and I died a lot, but yet our <laughs> team won. Well, it set a really dangerous precedent. <laughs> because in this last game, I played this like unstoppable character, and Mark was there, and he was... It, it was nice to have that like coach. feedback and the coach right there where I could just say, okay, what do I do here? And he's like, okay, do this. And I was like, okay, this makes sense. And he was just kind of guiding me through it. And I was like, okay. I did actually touch your keyboard once. And he did. He did. He, but he, you got a double he kill. Me. <laughs> he touched me once, and, and I did no, get a the, double kill out the of keyboard. it. But <laughs> it was funny because I was, like, rolling through the shit, but my other teammates kind of sucked. Yeah, they were not being very good teammates. And... They were too We ended as up well. losing, even though I, I like had probably like the most kills out of. Oh, you definitely anybody. had them. You had the only and double team wise. We had like more kills than the other team, so it set it, it kind of set like a dangerous precedent for me because my now my my strategy is is that I'm just going to say I'm just going to get incredibly drunk and not care and just destroy and just destroy shit. Well, and that's my goal. Stick with Ergot because he's a good one for that. Yeah. He's really fun. <laughs> but you had like two double kills and you had you had at least two aces. Yeah, I was and doing And yet really you good. guys still lost because no those guys were so yeah, scared. The, the other guys on my team just did not do anything. Yeah, they just they Yeah, it was really weird. Anyway, um and then I guess I should pose the question to myself since I pose it to Mark and Noah is that <clears throat> Um, as far as games that are coming out, which is, you know, it's that time of year where everything comes out. Uh, it's hard, you're hard pressed to go through a month to find a really, you know, a week where you're like, hmm, I don't know, that game might be really good, I might want to try it. <laughs> and so, with me, I kind of have to budget myself and, uh, you, know, well, you don't want to buy tough. anything used, or you'll be a filthy pirate. Yes, yes, filthy. exactly. Which we will get into in our email segment again. We'll bring up that debate. So, my must-haves are Fallout New Vegas and Fable Three, mm -hmm. which I will get. You know, when they come out, collector's editions, you know, no matter what. Actually, and I think I talked about this before the the Fallout New Vegas thing is like, well, there really wasn't a whole lot as far as extra game content is concerned. And that's where that's where my my kind of thing is, is that if your game has a lot of extra content that you can only get with your collector's edition, then I might consider it. If not, then and if it's just extra fluff items like trading cards and and an art book and bullshit like that. I don't care about that. But if it's like actual in-game content where they give you extra missions or quests or you get like this cool sword, <coughs> yeah, I might consider it. So Fallout New Vegas doesn't seem to have like a whole lot of that. You know, when you compare the regular edition to the collector's edition, nah. So I'm going to get the regular edition of Fallout New Vegas. I will get the collector's edition for Fable 3, because Fable 3 does include extra, like, a couple content. extra missions, and, mm -hmm. and a, at least, like, a new sword, I guess, that you can get. 
things like that that aren't included in just the regular edition. So I'm probably going to do that. The games that I'm probably going to let slough by the wayside that I kind of want to play, there's too many to mention. Um, well, the new Spider-Man game just came out. Shattered Dimensions. Shattered Dimensions. Um, we got that. Rock Band 3. As much as I hate to say it, I prob- I'm not going to get that at release. There's just no way. I can't do it. Because it's coming out... In the same time frame as and Fallout New Vegas, and yeah, and then again, that's like one of those things where I'm like, well, maybe I'll just say, hey, I'd like this for Christmas, honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so yeah. It's like, what about um, Civ Five? Yeah, see, that's another one. It's like I kind of I want it. We can play by mail and be playing for I two know. years. I know, and then that <laughs> I know, and that's that's one of those things where I have to just I have to make a choice. I have to make a choice. I don't want to. So, so many games. The Castlevania game, of course. Yeah. I mean, fuck. So much potential. Too many damn games. Another game that I'll probably definitely get out when it comes out on release is uh, Assassin's Creed. You know, I, I love that series, and I... There's a new Assassin's Creed coming? Yeah. Yes, Mark. Assassin's Creed 3? <laughs> No, not three. Brother, it's, it's called Brotherhood. It's not like a true sequel. Brotherhood, brother, brother. It's called Brotherhood, oh, brother, brother. So, yeah, I mean, they're again. It's that time of year when there's just too much shit coming out. It's too the most little, wonderful time. Too of year. little time. Too little money. What if Cataclysm and, comes out? Well, you know, you, you didn't mention everything. that as a game. <laughs> you know my get. thoughts on that. <laughs> Are you getting that, Mark? Well, if it comes out, yeah. Well, have it's you pre-ordered not come it? Out no. Soon. You haven't pre-ordered the special edition? I don't. No, I don't want the special edition. What? I thought you were going to for sure get it. He's lying to you, Noah. I can't he see will. all your face. So that's <laughs> the, one that, the one that I will, uh, when Diablo 3 comes out, I'll get the special edition of that. Or collector's edition or whatever. Just cause I I've could been, have sworn you said you were going to get the collector's edition of Cat. No, I've been bipolar about it. I said I wouldn't, then I said I would, then I said now I'm saying I wouldn't. There is no question about it. He's Shut up. Sucker. Just add it to the stack over there. <laughs> the stack of trash. <laughs> Pretty much. Just collectors. Anyway. Except for the motherboard and the video card. Star I think what Trek what we online. should do next is we should... Announce Get our back contest. Oh, yeah, that's right. Let's do the contest. Let's announce it right now. Announce it. Make it happen. Make the it so. So if you've champions. had the patience to listen long <laughs> enough to get to this point. Congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. Congratulations. You're the first to know of our contest. And what we will do is, is that over the next four weeks... Four, four, <laughs> and four, we will four, four. we will be releasing a podcast on Fridays. On Fridays, over the next few weeks, we will make sure that we are di- diligent. We will make sure that they get out on time. But every podcast, we will release a password, and we will announce what the password is, and 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 it'll go a little something like this: the password is Patarmigan. Well, that's not the real password. <laughs> not for this episode. I thought I'd add some confusion. But we will and we'll begin today. <laughs> so what we will do is we will say the password is this, and all you have to do is is get on Twitter. Follow us on or Twitter. Or the Facebook. Or get on Facebook. 
So Twitter followers, what you need to do is you need to A, follow us on Twitter. B, you need to send us a, send us a reply on Twitter with the password for that particular episode. And that'll get you in the contest. That will get you in the contest. If you wish to do Facebook, you can do that. You can do that as well. So all you have to do for Facebook is like us on Facebook. Like us. And send us a little message that says right on our wall and give us the password for that particular episode. Simple. What are you going to get out of all this? That's probably the big question. Why well, it's a new car! <laughs> a brand new car. Oh, wait, no. No, it's not a, a new car. A trip to Australia. A no, trip not. to the Bahamas. What we will give you is your choice, your platform, between two new RPGs that are coming out. Single player, because you know us at Channel Massive... We're not about the massively multiplayer online. <laughs> you mean we're not going to give them a subscription to ABB? Oh, no. It's <laughs> no. an ABB no, subscription. It's a subscription to EverQuest 2. It's a subscription to Lord of the Rings Online. <laughs> oh, shit. You don't need one anymore. Oh, damn it. Damn. So, what uh, we will do is we will give you a free copy of Fallout New Vegas or. Fable 3. You pick your it. choice, your platform, whichever one you want. The contest will end after four weeks, which will be roughly around... October 18th. Yes, October 18th. He just had that on the tip of his tongue. There we go. So on October 18th, we'll shut the contest down. You'll have multiple chances. It just depends. You know, every episode will give you a new password. That you will have to tweet or like us on Facebook and leave us a message on our Facebook wall. And the tweets you have to follow us too, right? Yep. And on, okay. on Twitter and, and again on, on Facebook, you're going to have to like us on Facebook. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter in order for this to work out for you. And you have to be quick on that fourth episode because you only have a couple of days to get that password. Yes, the in. fourth episode you are going to have to be quick on. That's, that's what we kind of figured out there as far as the logistics are concerned. Yeah. So there it is. Fable 3, Fallout New Vegas. Your choice, your platform. There it is. Stay tuned for the password. But next we're going to be talking about our mailbag. Mailbag! Bag time. We've got two excellent emails. Well, we have one excellent email and then one epic blog post. Epic blog post. Well, no, I'm not saying that it's a bad email. I'm there just is nothing. Saying that yeah. it's just, Historically, what we've done with emails for this long is we, we speed read through it, which I don't necessarily want to do. You don't have the micro machines oh, I, in I, you? I could, I could do it, but. It's a good email, or we could just we could read it normal speed, or we could just read the third paragraph, which I think is the main point. Well, let's sum it all up, Noah. I all think right. I'm, I'm going to leave it at your discretion. So our wonderful dear listener, Cinzio, Cinzio, was really excited to share his opinions about 
the used games debate where was it THQ said you're nothing more than a common thief if you're buying the uh, the games used and well it wasn't necessarily that but it was a kind of hint towards that and then Penny Arcade kind of took it and said well you know maybe you know used games are equal to piracy and we said and that touched off kind of a whole bullshit. debate so Asensio takes the publishers to task essentially saying that they're wrong mm-hmm. and that it's the wrong strategy to try to lock down multiplayer or remove multiplayer instead he and, he and he basically summarizes or gets to this point so there you have it most games are not worth $60 and most gamers know it the $60 price is propped up by the used game market Rather than angering their quote-unquote customers, because they are still customers, the sensible thing to do seems to be to sell games at a lower price and make up for that in DLC. It seems counter to their current business models, but most game developers and publishers ought to have confidence that people will love their games and will want to spend money. It also keeps the newly purchased games in a customer's hands much longer. Far fewer people will want to resell a $40 game with $20 to $30 in DLC, when the used game store will only give them 10 to $20 for the quote-unquote $70 used game. Also, more used game buyers will be willing to purchase new games at a $40 or $50 price point, as some quote-unquote evil used game stores have shown. Lastly, those that continue to buy used games will become potential customers that they would have otherwise lost. Just as with what you all discussed concerning price-valued WoW accounts, example, Thinking of any released game as the product to lure people in and microtransactions are the real moneymaker is what I believe to be a truly sustainable business model for gaming. The key is the DLC should never be more than the price of a meal or a movie. We consumers want to be fed content in bite sizes. Well, there, you, there you have it. That is well said. Uh, so you said that so well, Noah. You know, I wish people would write in with stuff like that. Oh wait, <laughs> no, seriously, great job there, Cincio. That no, I, I like what Cincio has to say. Almost, uh, the I think there's a catch in that not every game. I would say probably half of all games don't have online modes, right? Or they don't really have a a gameplay model that justifies decent DLC that would be worth, first of all, developing and then be getting consumers to try to pay for it. Yeah, and here, here's another thing, and I'm just going to throw this out there, is that there are some games that are worth the $60 price tag. Yeah, there's no question. Okay, and and that that's where you need to start to, as a publisher and developer... You need to be conscious of, I think. So you have, like, say, you have a game like Mass Effect Two, right? That game, no doubt, worth sixty dollars right out of the box. Yeah. Period. End of story. In fact, you could probably charge more for it. Don't listen to me. I'm not saying that really. <laughs> I'm just saying that as far as per hour enjoyment of a video game. You know, you have a game like Mass Effect 2, Red Dead Redemption. You know, games, you know, those two games are perfect examples of, yeah, the $60 price price point, you can easily charge that. 
no problem it's at all. Justifiable, yeah. Even even the Madden, the, the Madden games. Okay, sure. You know, Madden, your latest iteration of Madden, maybe. As long if it's as the first time you're buying the game. Exactly. If it's the first time you're buying that game, $60, sure. You know, but that's the thing. It's like you have to figure out your price point. Not all games are equal, you know, as far as that whole $60 price point goes. Mm -hmm. And that's where you have to get into, okay, well, we're going to charge you $20 or $30 for this game initially. And then every, everything after that should probably be, you know, paid through downloadable content, like episodic content, maybe, you know, something like that. And, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna name a game that just came out fairly recently, which would be a perfect example. Alan Wake, sixty dollar game? No, not, not in the. <laughs> Biggest stretch of the imagination was it a sixty dollar game. There's just no way it was. But if they would have lowered it to like thirty <laughs> right off the bat, and then they would have just charged, you know, for some episodic content after that, yes. I think it would have worked a lot better that way. Well that does assume that your game's good enough that people will want more of it. That's the risk. Yeah, exactly. And there is some certain risk involved in that. There's no, I mean, you know, and I'm not going to argue that point, Noah. That's a very good point you have there. Um, yeah, you can come out with a crap game and say, okay, we're going to charge you even $30 for it. And people go, well, this wasn't even worth $30. <laughs> this fucking sucks. What are you guys doing charging $30 for this shit? Buy our $10 extra chapter. No. Yeah, yeah no thank <laughs> Don't you. Don't want it. <laughs> but if your game is good enough, yeah, hell yeah, you're going to have people just dying for the next episode, right? What do you think about that Dragon Age thing where the Stone Golem thing was only available available to pre-orders and then you had to pay 10 bucks for it afterwards? Yeah, see, and that's the thing. Taking it's... content that's in the game and locking it off. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> our... <laughs> I I had pre-ordered it, so it wasn't like it was a... It didn't affect me. You didn't get that penalty. Of course. Um, yeah, you know, there are some things where... Yeah, I, I honestly think how they handled the whole Dragon Age DLC... I think they handled it poorly. Because there were a lot of things in there that probably should have been in the game to begin with. Especially the Stone Golem content because that particular character the game is like so much better with that particular character in it. I mean mm -hmm. he is like he's probably like the oh I'm not gonna say he or she. I'm just gonna call the golem it. The golem is probably the best character in that whole game. The best NPC in that game, hands down. In fact, <laughs> I rolled through the entire game with that character in my party. That, that not, the, not the half-naked man in the loincloth? <laughs> no, no. The, 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 the golem was hands down the best 
the best NPC to have in your party throughout. Are you saying this for gameplay reasons or story reasons? Both. Both. And it was really so well fleshed out that, um, yeah, there was really no other reason to take anybody else. Yeah. Uh, you know, it would be equivalent to Bioware saying, um, well, we're going to make this really cool Star Wars game, but that assassin droid that everybody loves, and you probably, and you know, if you're familiar with the Knights of the Old Republic and the, and the wonderful assassination droid that I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. uh, it would be the equivalent to saying, well... You could play with this NPC, but you're gonna have to pay extra money for him. He's not gonna be a, he's not gonna be part of the initial release. I wouldn't be surprised. But if there's that's like true. so much. But there's so much effort flushed out in this particular NPC that he should have just been included in the game to begin with. And it would be equivalent to HK47 being yeah DLC, and you it's like your gameplay experience would be totally incomplete without having this particular NPC in there because it's just so well done and so well fleshed out. Mm-hmm. You know, that that would piss off, like, so many people. And that's what pissed me off about the Dragon Age shit right there is that that Gollum was such a cool character to have with you. You know, why restrict it to downloadable content when you should have included it in the regular game to begin with. So, I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those things where, you know, and, and you know, unfortunately, I you know, I, I do think that a lot of game developers are going to start heading that way where they, yeah, they're going to give you the game. It's going to be stripped down. And only the best content is going to be available via downloadable content. It's kind of like Free Realms. Now, with the, re- with the price <laughs> it's going to be worse than that. No, it's going to be... The thing is, is that the it's going to be like... It's going to be like they give you the body, but they don't give you an arm <laughs> to work with. <laughs> it's like, damn, yeah, you want an arm? Well, you want enough to play with? Well, you're gonna have to pay like ten, fifteen bucks. Dire predictions. Yeah, I know. I know. It does. It sounds a little extreme, but you know that's where I see developers going with this. And and I'm not saying that it's wrong or that or that it's right. It's just that. Or you can see a lot more episodic games like Sonic Four. See, and that's what I'd like to see. In episodic like games, what if it doesn't sell? Well, then it gets abandoned halfway mm-hmm. through the cycle, and you never get the full story. Well, yeah. See, and then you have you have that kind of you have that side of the story too. It's just like it's hard to win, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? The angle. True. It's a good point. Uh, Zerb, aka Joe Gary of the Lag War podcast, uh, also decided to chime in a little bit on the whole used game debate. He said, hey guys, I was just listening to your episode covering the sales of used games and I wanted to direct your attention to an article that I wrote on the subject over at my my blog. Um, I thought we had a lot of similar thoughts on the subject. However, um, he also has a quite, a 
quite a few examples of court cases invol- involving the licenses and all the laws and the potential farce that a UL, a ELUA <laughs> gets Eula. into, a like EULA gets into, you know, all the stuff that you kind of, you know, you sit there and you, you install the game for the first time and you log on and you ha- you you go, yeah, 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 blah, 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 you scroll down and then you click on accept, but yet you don't know the consequences of what you, what you just accepted to. Yeah. What has stuff done? And he has a lot of great stuff over there on that. I'm going to post a link up with the show notes to this uh, particular post. Uh, he said, hey, I mean, I just thought you guys might want to check it out. He says, thanks for your time. I'm a big fan of the show. I think you guys do a great job. Keep up the good work. And we hope you keep up the good work as well, because you have a great show as well. Um, Yeah, it's just it's one of those debates that's going to... You know, it's going to rage on and on and on. I, I I, think I mentioned this in the last time that we talked about this. I don't think that this issue is going to go away until, A, everything goes digital, for one thing. Um, and, you know, B, you know, the, the publishers start to change up their pricing model a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's going to have to be a, kind of like a two-fold... Kind of process. You're going to eliminate the piracy by, you know, bringing in your games at a fairly lower price point, and then you're going to gain the extra revenue from extra add-ons and 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 things like that. And and that's where, you know, I'm hoping they go that route. My gut instinct, though, and it sucks. <laughs> You don't want to listen to my gut, folks, because it's bad. <laughs> especially after Hot Wings. Yeah, especially after Hot Wings. But my, what my gut tells me is, is that they're going to charge you $60 for a game, and then they're going to continue to fuck you in the ass, because the best content will not be with that $60 that you just forked over. It's going to be with the additional, you know, $20, $15, $10 that you you know, hit here and there and there with the downloadable content. And, that, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to screw you that way. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much, Sencio and Zerb, for your great emails. Really appreciate you taking the time to write us. And feel free to write us again on this episode or any of you other wonderful listeners no, out there. No, I'm using my reverse psychology powers. Mail. <laughs> do not write in. Mail. M-A-I-L. At channelmassive.com. Do not follow us on Facebook. Do not follow <laughs> us on Twitter at twitter.com slash channelmassive. The Twitter. Unless you want to win our contest. That's right. Stay tuned for that password. It's coming up perhaps somewhere during our roundtable discussion topics. Perhaps. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> NWA quarters in full effect. Judge Dre residing. In the case of NWA versus the police department, prosecuting attorneys are MC Red, Ice Cube, and Easy Motherfucking E. Order, order, order. Ice Cube, take the motherfucking stand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing? Hurdle.
The password is... No, not yet. <laughs> it's too easy. You don't want me to reveal not it? Not yet. Okay. So we're going to talk about APB's unexpected abrupt cancellation. How many weeks has it been? <laughs> very, very abrupt. We're talking... Well, let's see. It came out on, what, June 20... I want to say June 28th, 29th. Can somebody Wikipedia that for me really quick? Just type in APB. I'm sorry, I'm sure I can't do that, I'm sure it'll have a release date there. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, this, and I'm serious, this is off the top of my head. I'm saying June 28th or June 29th. June 29th, Oh, 2020. there I go. Man. Have a what do I get? Do I get a star? You get a gold star, not not a silver star, but a gold. Star. <laughs> Let's see, July to August plus a couple more weeks. So oh that's my like god! So it is six weeks maybe? officially the shortest lasting MMO it's ever. Stands for mini multiplayer online <laughs> playing game. This uh, this post came through. Ben Bateman, who's the community officer for APB, he says, APB has been a fantastic journey. But unfortunately, that journey has come to a premature end. A journey? (laughs) I would call that more of a... It's not even a journey. It's like a... It's like a trip to the 7-Eleven. Frolic. It's a... Yeah, a little excursion. Yeah. A little road trip. Uh, Unfortunately, that journey has come to a premature end. Today, we are sad to announce that despite everyone's best efforts to keep the service running, APB is coming to a close. It's been a pleasure working on APB and with all of its players. Together, we were building an absolutely amazing game, and for that, we thank you. You guys are awesome. From all of the Real-Time World staff, we thank you for your continued support. The servers are still up. So join the party and say goodbye. This sucks because this was a retail game. Yep. So it's not like you get StarCraft two and they're like, oh wait, the money you invested into it you can forget about it. You're not gonna get a refund and you can no longer play the game. That's what I don't like no, about I mean, these online based games. And here's the thing is that this this game isn't being picked up by anybody. No. I mean this is worse than Hellgate London as far as l- length of time yep. that, that you could actually enjoy it. Yeah, I think like wasn't like a game like Hellgate London was like, wasn't it like, like the the gold standard as far as game failures go? Yeah, it was. In the MMO community. But it's got a new <laughs> there's a new And now King there's of the a new champion. And it just sucks. I, I I never even got around to playing APB. I was just kind of waiting for the prices to come down or for them to go free to play or something like that. I, See, know, that, I was going to check that's it out. That's what I thought they would do. I was going to check it out. It really that's was. What I thought they would do. Well, you know, and to just to quickly interject, if you may, if I may, you may not. <laughs> Pirates of the Burning, interjection refused. Pirates of the Burning Sea is going free to play. About now. damn time. P.O. to B.S. You know, like we never saw that one coming. Yeah. And that's what we expect. You know, please, we expect but they have to, to. They have to come up with a different business model yeah. to make these make these kind of games more available to a bigger audience. That's the problem. And 
you know, the current model that's is the thing. Just... it's like well that, that's the thing. I mean, think about it, Mark. I mean, what what's what's been the the the, the standard for an MMO release? Okay, we're, we're and I'm talking AAA title whatever. That is okay, we we release the box at $50 and the collector's okay. edition at $69. Collector's edition at $70, right? Whatever. Okay, and then after that, we're going to charge you, you know, nineteen ninety nine, fifteen ninety nine, whatever it is, a subscription fee a month for the privilege of playing on our servers. Okay, and you know what? There's no guarantee even for that first month or two that you're going to get a decent sized update. Right. I mean, seriously, for fifteen dollars. On a single-player game like Mass Effect 2 or Red Dead Redemption or something like that, you will get a whole new gameplay mode with, like, different options and and different achievements and all sorts of shit. It's like an expansion, almost. With an MMO, you, you're lucky to get some bug fixes. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. that, that's, that's where MMOs have been. Yeah. Lately. So, your subscription pretty much pays for jack and shit, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I just think it's, it's, the time has come and gone for most people to pull this off. There's a few exceptions. And they even had, they even had like a different model there, where you were able to pay for like action time, which is essentially, you know, game time. Yeah, but it's just... It's. They should have just. They should have seen the writing on the wall and gone free to play, and released it that well, way. I mean, they would have had way more they, exposure. They could have, but I mean, even then, it doesn't sound like these guys were very smart. Well, to, I think they probably with. were I mean, smart. You know, they're and, just. And, and, yeah, yeah, that might be a harsh in over their heads. But they were. They were probably a lot of them were in over their heads. You know, and you've got like a lot of goodbyes on this page. They say. I truly wish we had the chance to continue to craft APB into the vision we had for it. This has been a long and difficult journey, but ultimately rewarding to have had the chance to try something bold and different. APB holds some great memories from the last night of the beta to clans and individuals who amazed us with their creativity and sense of community. I'm so sorry it had to end so quickly, but hopefully the good measures will... I mean, the good memories, sorry, will stay with us for a long time. Thanks to all the team for the years of hard work and to the players who contributed so much, Dave Jones. It just goes on and on and on. And the recurring theme is, with all of these farewell posts, it's like, well, you know, you know, today, you know, we have to close it off and we, we you know, we're being denied the chance to create the game that we envision mm-hmm. envisioned. It's like, well, why didn't you create the damn game that you envisioned from the very fucking beginning? Yeah, you know, that's the sense I'm getting out of this. It's yeah. like they're, they're, they 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 feel like they're being denied the chance. You know, we you know we could have made a great game. <laughs> we could have made a great game, but we just. Couldn't do it. 
You know, all we needed was another month or two, and it could have been a great game. Yeah. Like, Fuck you. <laughs> Why didn't you create a great game from the beginning? And then kept us hanging on for more. That's the question that I'm asking. Yeah. I just, I feel sorry for the gamers that bought it. I, feel, I mean, I feel sorry for the developers, but it's like, it's the same kind of thing we heard with Vanguard, where, well, you know, deep, not too deep into the development of this game, it sounds like the, the you know, morale was low, and people were thinking, this is a piece of crap, and we're trying to polish this turd. And that seems to be, like, from reading through the the uh, Luke Luke Hollywell WordPress blog. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, essentially, that, like, he's saying me. he's saying that, and some of the people that commented were, sound like they were his coworkers, and they're just saying, you know, morale was low, and we'd go to these meetings and get the Joshua meetings, I guess, where the mm-hmm. guy would say, "Oh, thanks for hitting your dates. Everything's great. This is a great product," and everyone was like, eh, "No." And if you're that far in, and you don't have any community management skills. Right, you know you're you're doomed, and they should have. They I just keep saying it. They should have seen the writing on the wall. Everybody else had already started to move to free to play. It was already starting to work. I mean, this could have been avoided. They could have released a free to play game with microtransactions, and they could have worked on making it better. Instead, they tried to get every bit of money they could out of it. Well, they already had their investors. Sick thing is that they had already raised. A hundred million in three years, gone. I mean, we all laugh at Duke Nukem Forever and what that thing was, but that kind of pales in comparison to the money they, the burn rate they had. Right. Basically, thirty-three million a year, and they, and this thing only lasted for <laughs> however many months. Right. It's two months and seventeen days. I mean, auto assault. And Tabula <laughs> Rasa and Hellgate London look like, you know, icons of success compared to this. So, it's pretty sad. Yeah, it's just really ridiculous. And Can I, can I read a, a blog post that, to me, captures the essence of the betrayed user feeling? Please feel free. From the, the blog I mentioned, um, LukeHollywell.wordpress.com, Luke um, Steve says... Well, I want to thank you for fucking this game up. <laughs> Putting it in the trouble it's in now. I'm really upset. I followed this game for six years. So many people wanting this game. I made themes. I put a lot of time telling people about it. I even built a computer just to play this game. It was my first PC ever. Mm. Because I just like the PC. I love consoles. I spent so much money on getting things... I'm adding a few words because his English is bad. I spent so much money just getting ready to play it. What pisses me off, you know... The game's crap, and you're going to charge us. This game should have been big. I never think... I never thought uh, it should have failed, like RTW. And then he talks about how Crackdown was so amazing and made... made, And he's like, you should have made this a console port. You should have done something, got it to the 360. Um, you know, it's sad. I mean, <laughs> these people just... You know, you hear the developers, and it's sad for them, but the people that actually bought this thing and got to play it for two months. Yeah, and they're so, screwed. I mean, so if what you was guys, it? If, you know, the thing is, is that if there was like a level of customization that they offered that was kind of unparalleled in a lot of other MMOs, and now 
those players are kind of feeling screwed because they put in like such a concentrated effort into something that they believed in. Oh yeah. They're kind of feeling like they got fucked, man, because it was like God, it was like something that they loved. And you know, and that and that's the shame about this damn thing, is that you know, you had people out there that were like, damn, you know, we love this damn game. Yeah. I mean, it was a cool concept. You know, we love this damn game. We love this con we love the concepts of this game. There's just some things that you guys needed to do you know, to keep it alive and it didn't you know, it just didn't sound like anybody had the foresight to understand what was going on over there. No. Well, you know, and he even goes on to say, and there's some, you know, I think you're, I don't know, I'm not sure which post you were looking at, but there was, was just a follow-up. There, there was like a couple other follow-up posts where, where he was, you know, talking about how um, their, one of their leaders kind of had a S Steve Jobs distortion field plus two <laughs> about him. You know, where he was, like, so charismatic, where, you know, he, you know, whenever he would talk to you, he would make everything sound all right, and everything was okay, and I'm telling you right now, you guys are doing a great job, this game will be fantastic, and we're going to do this, this, and this, and it's going to work, and he even talked about it, he was like, well, you had to go into some of those meetings with a fucking tinfoil hat, or else you'd be fucking absorbed. Yeah, it's an, it's a pretty shit that you would just be like, oh yes, I totally believe in what you're saying, boss. And that guy's blog is nice because it's really got yeah, some it's good... pretty truthful. I yeah, it, you know, it's just brutal. You know, it, it's it kind of and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna post this again with the show notes so you guys can all because I I can't possibly do it justice or paraphrase what this developer has to say about what went down or his thoughts of what went down. Oh yeah. It's there. Great. But it's uh, pretty damning. Well, should we, um, should we reveal the password? Mark really wants to reveal that. Password. I know he does. He's been sitting there and timing like getting all jittery and shit. So the password for the contest, Quick reminder, the contest is for a free copy of Fable 3 or Fallout New Vegas, your oh, choice. Oh, it's, it's not a free copy of APB? <laughs> no, we're not. Sorry. <laughs> but, speaking of APB, the password is for this week, APB. That's the password. Follow us on Twitter. Tweet it back to us. Like us on Facebook. Post it on our wall. That's all it is. That's all it takes to get an entry to get a free copy of Fable 3 or Fallout New Vegas, your choice. Or APB if you want it. <laughs> your platform, it could be yours. Let's get on a less depressing topic. How less depressing can we get? <laughs> Why? Quantify, please. We can talk about... How cutscenes in games could be sold for thirty dollars? Yeah. Wow. Now, what does this mean? Thirty dollars in what format? 
just across your PC, bitch. That's all he wants to do. He he wants to take StarCraft 2 and basically cut the game out, add all of the CGI cutscenes into a continuous format and sell it to you for $30. So it'd be like that horrible Final Fantasy movie. On DVD or like in movie theaters? Probably. Or? Yeah, probably on DVD. Or Thirty bucks. That's the price that he's saying it's going to be. Twenty to thirty dollars. This is coming from that's CEO Bobby so Kotick of Activision Blizzard. If you think that you know, yeah, that's the thing. Is like, okay, at first you read it and you're like, no, this is bullshit. No, it's not, because he's being serious. He theorized if we were to take that hour or hour and a half, we don't have to have take it out of the actors. game. And we were to go to our audiences for whom we have their credit card information as well as a direct relationship and ask, would you like to have the StarCraft movie? My guess is that... You'd have the biggest opening weekend (laughs) of any film ever. Okay, now let's take South Korea out of the equation. Oh, we'd have a terrible failure. (laughs) There will be a time where we can capitalize on the relationship that we have with our audience and deliver them something that is really extraordinary and let them consume it directly through us instead of theatrical distribution. Uh, but oh it's just like, God. is there anybody... And then he, he even theorizes that an extremely high percentage of consumers would then go to the theater and watch it again. That's the nature of our consumer. Well, they are rerunning Avatar. A very enthusiast consumer. That's that's the sentence that I like. Not only that, but he's excited. That, that like shows his evil right there. I think he's really that evil. Sen- that whole wait, wait, no, no. Right there. Here's the evil. Here's his evilness. For starters, <laughs> our virtual characters don't have agents. They don't have managers. They don't have lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just see him sitting there going? <laughs> it's true. It's like it's like everybody jokes that this guy is the devil, but yet he's the devil. He's the devil. Oh my god! I just. I don't see the market for it. Our business is the exact opposite. We can iterate and test and iterate and test until we really get a great result. And if you have the scale, the resources, and capabilities, (laughs) and discipline that we have, that ensures a much better commercial result. Strike me down. I love Take this. your lightsaber. This last part is uh, <laughs> from Gamma Sutra. They're like, several times throughout his presentation, Kotick also referred to new advancements in facial animation technology, particularly in November's Call of Duty Black Ops, that allows virtual characters to express more emotion and more easily connect with the series' millions of players. In other words, they're more like real actors. Actors that he controls. <laughs> actors <laughs> without <laughs> agents, <laughs> without lawyers. Without diva demands. Oh my god, yeah. No diva demands allowed. This is the best this is the best news story of the week as far as I'm concerned. I just think it's uh it's this hilarious. I I I can't imagine like buying the game footage for no, StarCraft Mark. two. You don't want StarCraft 2, the game. You want StarCraft 2, 
the, the cut movie, scenes. the cutscenes. All you well, want. Well, considering that a lot of the gameplay is telling the story, you would need to. I no, would want that added that. in. You don't need the game. You I'd want some kind play. of a montage or something. Yeah, yeah, because the gameplay is merely a montage. I know exactly all that. I need to know what happened. You know, that's a good point. Save that. I will keep that in your brain. I'll talk to him. I'll Skype him. Something yeah. that's interesting is Metroid Other M does that after you finish the game. It puts all of the cutscenes together into Metroid Other M the movie and it becomes an option. Oh, so you can the, actually watch the whole yeah. cutscene. And so actually I did that with my parents. And that just pisses everybody It took off. like two hours to get through it. It's that's awesome. The movie is two I mean, hours that's long? Like, that's like yeah. shows the level of... See, you can't do that course, with StarCraft too. Of too. course, then you know, nobody was happy. What it does is it, because not all the story in that game is in the cinemas either, so it actually would show gameplay sequences Uh, to bridge it together, but it's still really choppy, because it made some things look super easy that took like hours to get done. Right. Um, But it was kind of a cool way for my mom to see what the game was about, because she thought the story was really interesting. But I could never imagine her wanting to pay 30 bucks for that. Yeah. It's just like, where's the market for this outside of gamers? And then what gamers would you say, yeah, well, no, do you want to play gamers, this game or so. just want to see the cutscenes? Why would gamers want to do that? They'd play the game. Right. Where is the market for these cinemas? What Kodak should be talking about is saying, we're really skilled at creating cinemas. We're going to outsource ourselves to make animated movies for a company or, or to do special effect sequences like Weta does or something. Yeah, it's just silly. I don't know. It's just really Scrooge-like to say, hey, we we've made this. this. Let's- we need to start recording now. <laughs> Cord button. <laughs> Record and sell for 30 bucks. We need yeah. to make a movie out of I it. I wish. I wish we can get away with that. Well, I just, I just love the guy's moxie. Hit the record button. Let's talk about this subject. Which subject? Didn't... I think we have been recording. <laughs> I was recording this whole time. No, you weren't. Yeah. Yeah, he never stopped it. Well, why didn't you say something? Well, I don't know. I thought I just organically went into it. Yeah, it was a transition. <laughs> Segway. Shows what I know. There you have it, fans. Jason had no idea that this was a podcast. <laughs> he thought we were just hanging out. It's like hidden camera. The hidden, hidden camera, camera shows from the seventies. Yeah, I'm yes. on a it's podcast. What makes the best, it, it's what makes the best recording. We're Would so you like genuine. to see the webcam footage of you in the bathroom? <laughs> it's actually uh, under the table. Yeah, well, and I don't bathroom. think anybody wants to see my nipples, though. No, it's not above the table. We have it on high authority that no one does. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shall we wrap it up? So we take her, take her out, Helmsman. Make it so. We were going to talk about other things, but we decided that we had so much to talk about in our email and those two topics that it would be sufficient. You would be satisfied. Plus, the password has been revealed. It has been. Yeah. You probably all stopped playing the show after that. Yeah. Nobody heard that anyway. But in case you didn't, in case you're a true believer, true lover of Channel Massive, send in your feedback to mail. M-A-I-L. Channelmassive.com, or don't do it As for Jason. Jason would you say. can always tweet us. Twitter.com slash Channelmassive. We're on the Twitter. Facebook.com slash blah, 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 blah. Actually, you can't, we can't set that up. We have to have like some gazillions amounts of 
friends before we can have a dedicated URL for a group. So you yeah. just have to look for the Channel Massive group on Facebook, which is done with one And then when you look search. for us, like us, and then we'll be big enough. And then tell yes. us the password. Yeah. Yeah, That's you got to post it on our wall. Those are the rules. Those are As the rules. As we have set them down. We don't like the rules, but we must obey them. Yes. As was laid down you by our... You must follow our rules. Yes. Follow them now. Thank you for listening to this episode. We'll be back next week with another password and a new show.